Greetings and salutations, everybody. It's your girl, Jackie Ray, and I am here with... Devontae Ferguson. He had to take a deep breath because a lot has been going on. But thanks for joining us on another episode of Press Pass. It's the final edition of Kawhi Watch. Actually, Timmy B and I did um, a version the other day, but it was 4th of July, you guys, so I didn't get it out. But you're going to hear snippets of it throughout this podcast because um, I was right yet again. Um, <laughs> I'm sure Timmy B had a lot of good things to say. He, he usually he does. He did, he did. Um, but I did say that Kawhi was going to end up going to the Clippers. I'm sure mm-hmm. that my reasons for saying that are probably a lot different than a lot of people's. But Devontae also called Kawhi to the Clippers. He I said did. he had a feeling. I had a feeling. You, I, you got that text message I from did. me, uh, what, about three or four days yep. ago? I was like, I just got this this feeling. Because mm-hmm. they were the quietest. You didn't hear anything. Everybody right. was, oh, it's... 90% Lakers. Oh, it's 99% Raptors. Nobody said anything about the Clippers, right. but yet Kawhi's camp has always said the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Going back to a year ago, they have always said the Clippers. Right. And so it just it just felt like the Clippers were work, working up something. They're never that quiet. Right. They were working up something. I mean, even Patrick Beverly got re-signed and was quiet. Mm-hmm. When did mm-hmm. that ever happen? Right. <laughs> so it happened exactly like I said it was going to happen. I said it was going to happen at the 11th hour on the 5th. And uh-huh. lo and behold, at 10.58. <laughs> you were close. I it mean, was a two minutes short of being yeah. ac- exactly right. Um, the word came down that Kawhi had signed with the Clippers. I was disappointed, not surprised. Um. <laughs> I wasn't disappointed nor so. Well, okay. As a Laker fan, yes. Okay. Yes. But for the NBA, this is the best possible thing that could ever happen for the NBA. Mm -hmm. Literally at this moment right now, I could probably rattle off at least 12 teams who have a legitimate shot at winning the championship this year. The last time that has happened, I, I don't know that I was watching basketball. I, mean, I know I'm trying to think. I mean, it's, it's been, it, I don't recall. It's always been one or two teams. Right. That Maybe have a the, third or fourth, like yeah. possible, but it's usually like these two teams. Yeah, are like the ones spades, two and a possible. Right. <laughs> right. You, know, you don't get yourself a good hand at all. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I, but here's the thing I, I just kind of felt like the Clippers were the logical choice for who we know Kawhi to be. Um, yeah. Because, like, to your point, he is very quiet, and the, the Clippers have stayed quiet. They have they are the most functional outside of uh, Toronto. Yeah, they have a um, great front, front office. They're the most functional. Um, Doc Rivers is great, mm-hmm. um, and you just kind of can see that relationship working off top. But I also felt like Kawhi definitely wanted to – have a similar story as what he had in Toronto. He wanted to go and be the reason. And I think that anytime you come to an organization, especially that already has LeBron, that already Mm -hmm. has AD, you are no longer the reason. So that's why I think the Clippers were more appealing to Kawhi. That's my personal reason. No one else agrees with me. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's an opinion. And I I don't think that it's wrong. Mm -hmm. I think that it's, it's quite possible. Again, for the last two weeks, everyone is trying to figure out What's what Kawhi going to do, and no one knows Kawhi. And I think that even after this, we only we only know this much more about him. We still don't know anything about mm-hmm. this dude. All we know is, yeah, that sounds about right about what we know about him. He would go to the Clippers, and it made sense. But we still know absolutely nothing about this dude. Except for he's <laughs> an amazing recruiter because he called KD directly to mm-hmm. try to get him to go to the Clippers. And then when that wasn't happening, he picked up the phone and well, called. we find out that he's a recruiter, not an amazing recruiter. LeBron is an amazing recruiter. Why he's at the early stages of his recruiting. So we're, we're figuring out because, yeah, he couldn't get KD to come with him. He couldn't get anybody. He had to basically, the Clippers had to give up everything to go get 
someone. He basically yeah, told let's, them. Yeah, let's talk about what the Clippers had to give up because oh. um, they, they got Paul George, which I think is a fantastic Great. pick. I don't think he's going to play the whole year, though. They gave up arguably. I mean, well, you know what? I look at it like this. I'm not going to compare what the Lakers gave up to AD for what they gave up for Paul George. One, AD's the better player. I mean, mm, Paul George is the oh, yeah. second okay. best right. two-way player in the league behind Kawhi Leonard. Correct. Um, however, it was a different scenario, but they they gave up their their young, talented, future point guard. They mm-hmm. gave up Danero Gallinari. Okay. Uh, that's some shooting that they did give mm-hmm. up, but that's okay. Uh, and then they gave up five first-round picks. And that's the part where I was like, oh! <gasps> Right, so we're assuming <laughs> that the first two or three are going to be late 20s. Right. I mean, that's ideal for right. them. That would be... And these are unprotected picks, too. Yeah. These aren't... I mean, so if you... If Kawhi happens to get injured and Paul George happens to get injured and you automatically draw USOL. the number one pick, OKC is picking the number yeah. one pick. And yeah. you don't, there's no protection. So it's 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 risky, but it's, it's worth it. I, think, I mean, if that's what you had to do to get Kawhi, absolutely. It's you, worth it. So you got to... Think about it from the Clippers standpoint. There is not so much about, I mean, yes, it's about getting Kawhi. Mm-hmm. And you had to do that. You He wasn't coming without a star. Right. In uh, which, to a note, I'll go back to. But the simple fact was they're trying to get their first ever championship. This is what this is all about. This Absolutely. Is not, this is about we need a championship. And what do we have to do? If this is what we have to do to get a championship, this is what we do. Yeah. Cleveland had to do what they had to do to get their first championship. The Raptors went out and they knew they were Probably going to get a one-year rental mm-hmm. with Kawhi, but it didn't matter because mm-hmm. they got a championship. I do think it's dope. I mean, Paul George is from where? Palm, is it Palmdale or Pomona? Yeah. Palmdale? Yeah. One of them, I think it's Palmdale. Um, Kawhi is from here. So it's dope just to be in your city and, and be playing. Like, that's dope, and I, and I appreciate that. But, you know, before we dive into, you know, some of the moves, because I am very proud of some of the moves the Lakers made, you know, because mm-hmm. I thought the bottom was just going to fall out. But it did not. So I feel OK about that. But what does this mean for Russell Westbrook? Oh, he has to get traded now. Oh, he has to go. Yeah, he has to go. So and uh, and, I, I, you know, before we started this, I just actually got, a, um, you know, a few alerts about he's actually going to be talking with his agent and figuring out a way out now because. There's been now there's all the speculation, the story about Paul George and him didn't connect. And they're, they're not beefing or anything. It's just it wasn't going to work. And I am a firm believer in the way Russ plays. It's it going to be hard. Good, but he'll never win a championship that way. Oh. Him, he and James Harden to me, James Harden has a better shot of winning a championship than Russ does. And neither one of them to me are ever going to win a championship if they play the current way that they both play. Mm. Um, now, I get it. Um, that he wants out of there, but some it's going to be really hard for them to move him. One, because of his contract, and two, this dude, he alienated Kevin Durant, didn't want to play with him because he under, Kevin Durant understood, I can't win a championship with this guy. Mm-hmm. Paul George is They have now, a similar type of play, though. Who? Um, when they were in OKC, Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook had a similar type of play. They were both playing hero ball. They were both playing 100 right, miles but, an hour. But Durant was the better player, and mm-hmm. the organization wanted Russ. And that's what it was. It was, you know, when you're coming down uh, and during the stretch, Kevin Durant's your best player. He mm-hmm. should have the ball. Like, you should be getting him the ball. If he doesn't have a shot, then you get it back. But Russ is not a shooter. He's, I agree. He's an, he's an uber athlete, like a super athlete. Mm-hmm. And for him to be taking three-point shots with the game on the line and stuff like that, if if Kevin Durant has only one person on him or two people, we know that he still— He should, he should take the shot. He should still take the shot. It's right. like— you you have you know this guy is the second best player in the NBA. 
arguably. Mm-hmm. And so even at that time, Kevin Durant was transcendent. Mm-hmm. This guy, they, they just didn't mesh well together. And Kevin Durant knew that. Paul George was even asking to be traded quietly. Um, he won it, and the Clippers were perfect for him. They just had to give and up that's a lot. Such a, that's such a hard pill to swallow, though, because Russell Westbrook is definitely one of my faves. Y'all know it's LeBron, Damian Lillard, and Russell Westbrook for me. Um, but it is a factual statement, because as much as I love Russell watching him play, and it's sometimes that's a hard pill to swallow, especially when you're considering that he is is leading. Well, he's I don't know if he's leading, but he's up there in assists, so he's passing well, the rock. He's, all, yeah. he's, he's, he's bringing his teammates in. He refuses in any of his interviews to... Some, well, there's a difference, though, between bringing your teammates in and, and getting assists. Just because you get assists doesn't mean that you're making everybody better. His usage rate is through the roof. Right. I mean, he's the ball's in his hand every play. So a lot, he, yeah. He has to do something with it. So yeah. when you you know you pass somebody and but, they make a shot, you get an assist. That doesn't make you mean you make them better. But LeBron that leads me back to my. Of course, passing. LeBron makes people better. But plus, he's more vocal and he's he's constantly coaching and he's constantly he right. sees he everything. Have the bad attitude. Yeah, and yeah. he's but he also sees everything that goes on on the floor, so he can recite back to you. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, and and an make you learn immediately. Dying. You yeah. know what I mean? So like, <laughs> LeBron's a whole... Yeah, he's like, like, yeah, there was like three minutes and yeah. 27 seconds left on the clock. He did this. He inbounded the ball. He passed it over top. He dropped down low. Blah, blah. He's like, why do you To the point this? where you have to go back and be like, that's not holy crap. Right. That is exactly like, that what happened. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a different kind of... He's an all-around. Right. And his basketball IQ is... is I don't think there's anyone in the league who can match his basketball IQ. But... Um, I just wonder if maybe it, that goes back to my point about James Harden. And I, to be honest, I don't know if I'll know the answer unless Russ gets traded. But is this a Russ problem or a coaching problem? Because as long as this is Russ, a Russ problem, but you don't think anybody? Because I feel like you can coach him out of this. Um, and at some point in in, no, in his career, at this point, I don't think you can. I think you well, could. Yeah, yeah, maybe not at this I think point. Had he had gotten somebody like a pop in his ear at some mm-hmm. point in his earlier days. Sure. But at this point, you're not changing Rush. I mean, he's been in the league for, what, 10, 11 years now? Something like that. I want to say 10. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the way he plays is the way he's going to play. It's going to the only way he's going to change his game. And I want to knock on wood is barring some type of injury like a D. Rose. Remember how D. Rose used to be? He was explosive, just crazy, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. And then one day you come down wrong. And all that explosive goes out the window. So you got to change up your game now. Right. Now you got to learn to shoot. Right. <laughs> now you got to learn to make everybody better because right. you can't go out here and, you know, you can get triple doubles all day, but triple doubles don't mean championship. Mm-hmm. All right. So now let's talk about um, what the Lakers did because mm-hmm. I'm they rectified one problem that I or mistake that I felt that they made last year and that they did get boogie mm-hmm. for the low. Yeah. Because they, you know, they could have got him for the low last time. They but they have. let him go to the Warriors. They, they can, and when I say the low, I'm talking about vet minimum. They could have, but they're, the problem with it was last year was they they didn't want to because they they figured they, they didn't injury. know what it was going to be. Yeah. He was, he, he's going to miss the entire yeah. most of the season anyway. He mm-hmm. was going to play until February, March anyway. They didn't know, and they're like, you know, we'll see what he does with the somewhere else. He's only signing a one year contract. Mm-hmm. Well, let somebody else take a chance on him. If the Warriors want to do it because they have the luxury of doing it, go for it. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see what you're doing next year. I always expected it. To After he back. signed there, I always knew it would be if he played decently, he would he was gonna be a Laker or something. Yeah, well it's welcome like, back, Boogie, because yeah. I thought he did play really decently. That's is that a word? I it think he'll now. get better. I because think he had yeah, when you come back like, well, because he's timid. It's like, you know, you, you gotta work know, it back off. Yeah. And he's not in basketball shape yet, really. Yeah. You gotta mm-hmm. 
you got to we you got to. He's still he's still bullying though, no, and I love that right, about and that's him. Pure talent. Yeah, <laughs> and that's out of pure talent. Mm-hmm. So when he gets himself together, and that's what I'm hoping. You know, this all season, Bron's gonna be in his ear like, hey, yeah. you playing with the king now. You got to come with it, and you're going right back with AD. I love that fit next yep. to AD mm-hmm. because they dominated him in uh, in New Orleans together yep. with those two bigs. And this takes me back to. The glory days for the Lakers yeah. with the big boys. I love Lakers. Oh, with y'all the should twin see towers. the look on his face right oh, now. He got yes. a little dewy eyed. So I love cute. the Lakers and the Twin Towers. Every time they have Twin Towers, I love it. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. But beautiful I'm also thing. excited because, you know, one of uh, Devontae's favorite players or one of the players that he really likes is Danny Green. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there because. <laughs> About 30 seconds after everything went down with Kawhi, I saw the Lakers have signed Danny Green. Mm-hmm. And I said, this is all I asked for. <laughs> this is all I really want. I mean, everything else, we'll figure it out. But if you do not get Kawhi, even if you did get him, you had to figure out some way to try and work something out. Mm-hmm. But you do not get Kawhi. Danny Green was like the perfect. I mean, he's the only people I feel like are a better fit, thanks to LeBron like that, are like Clay Thompson. Mm-hmm. Like a person like that. He's like, mm-hmm. he's just a poor man's Clay Thompson to me. Yeah. And I, he plays defense. He catches and shoots. He doesn't do a, have to do a bunch of dribbling. He's not a diva. He's none of that. He's a good locker room guy. This is the perfect player for LeBron. I don't know why they haven't paired up before. Yeah, I agree. I was super excited because that's a name we said a lot throughout yes. the entire playoffs with Danny Green. Danny, <laughs> Danny Green. Green. Danny Where the Green, hell yeah. Danny Green come from? I mean, yeah, we always was, knew he was good, right. but Danny Green, this is a new and improved Danny Green. See, Danny Green, and so, and they didn't even, they don't understand. So he did great in in, uh, Toronto, Mm -hmm. but what he's about to get with these Lakers and playing with LeBron is going to be so different. He's going to get a lot of open shots. This dude is, I mean, it's going to be surprising to see him miss some at first because he's probably going to be like, I've never been this open. (laughs) Like This is new. (laughs) Yeah, like, he's my air ball for the first couple. Like, okay, let me. Nobody's okay. Nobody's on my face. We yeah. Did. <laughs> yeah. So I was excited to see that. I was excited to see a re-signing because you guys know one of one of the names that I just did not want to see go was Rajon Rondo. Yeah. So leader. I was I was so uh, excited to see that they had re-signed him. I mean, he got a two-year deal out of it. So that's great. Um, also, KCP. I you know you I'm, could probably take or leave with that one. Huh? Yeah, I'm indifferent yeah. about it. Like yeah. it's like. I'll take it because he does give you moments and times, and he does play defense, mm-hmm. and that's a great thing, and that's that's what I like. He can shoot, mm-hmm. he can play defense. Is he? I think I definitely like Danny Green better. Of course, he's a better shooter, mm-hmm. but they're both just as good on defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll, I'll take it. And plus, he know he's been around the Lakers organization for the last couple of years now, yep. so he knows what it is. Yeah, and he's a clutch client, so he, you know what yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, <laughs> Quinn Cook, how Quinn do you Cook. feel about that? Uh, that's, that asked me again mid-season. Okay, because, you know, I said that. I, everyone was like, oh, my God, I, I, I saw all my friends. And, you know, I got a couple of group chats. Like, we got Quinn Cook, we got Quinn Cook. And I'm like, okay, I, clearly I'm having the wrong emotion right now I've because seen, I am not. I have seen a lot of Quinn Cook, but I've seen him play a couple games for the Warriors. I've seen him do yeah. some games. But then it's it's different. No, I can't compare you, compare how you played last year only because you played for the Warriors. You played for any other team, I'd be like, okay. I can see what you do, but you play for the Warriors, and that's a different system. Right, like, you can go. That's like playing with the Patriots. Right, you you can look good there because Absolutely. it's a system, and then you go somewhere else, and you're garbage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yep. I don't know. Speaking of the Patriots, just take a sidebar. Uh, Tom Brady ran a five point one um, yesterday. In a forty. In a forty. What he got? And he about, and he about to be forty two. 
So I just had right. to, I had because this this is the same Brady that ran like a seven something, yeah, or like something yeah. in college, like yeah. for his whoa, yeah. So what? yeah, that that somebody's giving him shooting him up. He's I was gonna say he's getting shots in his booty. He's getting Steroid shots in check. his booty. <laughs> Y'all need a drug test, that man. Right. Something don't right. add up. Right, if he doesn't get drug tested, like this. <laughs> This is a problem. That's a problem. We we'll get into that on another yes, segment when we start talking football here yep. coming soon. Because yes, hey, we're gearing up for but, that. But uh, yeah, but yeah. That it, when Kobe was in the Olympics, when for the Olympic team, and he went off for like thirty something, and mm-hmm. like hit like twelve three pointers and all these. He other was things. like drug test, drug testing <laughs> yeah. the next day. They were like, oh no, we got a drug test to do. Yeah, like, Come on, that's Kobe Bryant. What do you mean? Right. But if you do not drug test this dude, I, and I get it, Brady is you know and it. He is the golden boy, but you have to, after seeing something like that, nobody, you got older, like 20 years older, you don't get faster. <laughs> right. So I'm just going to say, if, if, <laughs> if Brady don't get drug tested, there's yes. one of two reasons why that didn't happen. And y'all already know Uh-oh, one you of know them. know this one right don't here. Don't get me started. Because you know that man getting shots in his booty. But whatever. <laughs> That's what I'm saying about that. But there is one more card on the table that I, this whole time, um, I was thinking that we got him, but we did not. But Iggy's still on the table. So, yeah. So Memphis, they threw a little snag in there. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea was that. He was going to go to Memphis. Memphis was going to waive him, and then he was going to eventually sign with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Memphis knew what it was, so they're like, "Ah, eh, we're not just going to let you have him." Right. So we're going to see if we can trade him for anything. I don't think that anybody's going to trade for Iggy worth anything. Um, you might, you not, you might. Rockets might try and get him mm-hmm. uh, for a cup, a pick or two. Lakers don't really have anything to offer for him, um, so they're just hoping that he gets bought out or waived or something like that that's yeah. the only way i really see him coming to the lakers unless lakers have a second round pick or something to throw in there but mm-hmm. you're not gonna nobody's gonna give up anything more than that for iggy at this point in his right. career he's a great locker room guy he still plays defense he has spots he plays great defense in spots uh, he has the experience he's he's the guy you want come playoff time so if we don't have him mm-hmm. at start of season that doesn't matter right when you know buyouts trade deadline yep. buyouts come mm-hmm. that's when you want him so okay, you can so add him in anytime, at any yeah. yeah. So okay, now we just got to revisit the question that everybody is talking about. Does this make the Clippers an automatic favorite for the finals? I'm gonna say no. No, I do not think it makes the Clippers an automatic fi- uh, for the finals. I think that now we have great parity in the league, and I think that there are a lot of teams. I still so when it, I right now I think that they. Well, before these signings, and still with these signings, there I think that Lakers and Clippers are fairly even right now. Right. Um, yesterday, when all the news broke and everything, or when all the news broke, and before the Lakers started making signings, I, believe me, I was recorded saying the Clippers are the best team in L.A. right, right. now. Right. Uh, yes, the Lakers have the best duel. Uh, I still think that AD and LeBron are better than Kawhi and Paul George, but... The Clippers are literally rolling out a playoff team from last year. Mm -hmm, Uh, Yes, mm -hmm. they they don't have the point guard anymore, Gallinari. But they're rolling out a a playoff team in the West. And all they did was add two of the two top ten players in the league right Right. now. So it's... It's, it's going to be interesting it's to see. Very interesting. And, uh, Lakers what I, are still building a team. Right. And, and they I'm, still got to get used to each other. I'm excited to see, you know, what's going to go on in the West, especially, um, because I do think it's 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 definitely, like you said, there's no one team that you're like, oh, they're for sure going. Like, you got to watch the whole season now. No, almost <laughs> We actually can watch basketball yeah. now this year. And 
Uh, nobody has any con- preconceived notions mm-hmm. on who's going to be in the finals. We have no idea at this mm-hmm. point. And, you know, I look at, you know, my, my note to the Laker fans, be patient. Listen, the Lakers will not be a number one seed. They will not be a number two seed. The Lakers will be somewhere around the four or five seed, and Mm -hmm. that's okay because it does not matter when playoff time starts. When you got people like LeBron and AD and, and, you know, all these experienced, even Boogie and all these experienced guys, Danny Green on your roster, it's not about regular season. It's just about making it to the playoffs. Absolutely. Because when playoff time comes, they kick it in. So you you don't even need home court, honestly. You really don't. Mm Mm-mm. You just need to make the playoffs. Yep. So even if the Lakers are, I don't want to be an eight seed, but if you're, you definitely know, don't want to be an eight seed. But I see him about a five seed. Yeah, five, six, six at the worst. Five six um, is about yeah. where I, I would I would see unless they just some reason somebody and they in, just play very well. Like yeah. Kuzma is he's even I, and that's a sleeper. Kuzma's how Kuzma's play is definitely this is a hot take, y'all. His level of play is going to elevate exponentially Agreed. this year, hands down. Kuzma no question. will break out this year. Yes, he won't make the All Star team only because LeBron and AD will. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, he's not there yet, but this dude will be in the runnings for Most Improved Player. Mm-hmm. I I am predicting that now. Yep, I agree. And he will be an integral part of this team going forward. Yep. I think that you know bring him in, bring him off the bench. Yep. Bring him off the bench. Let him be that that guy, the go-to scorer. That off can the bench. maintain the lead. Cavs fans, you remember this. You need to maintain, maintain the, the lead, lead. Yes. when LeBron and AD are not on the floor. It's a very important thing. So I'm very mm-hmm. I concur with that. Game, yes. I see a lineup of something around maybe Rondo because he's a smart player. Yeah. Maybe not even Rondo. Maybe you have Braun run the point. Yeah. Bron Braun at the point. Danny. I Green. hate LeBron at the point though. That's where he's best. I, I hate him at the point. Well, the his his dribbling concert. skills is not the best. Yeah, but when he's the playmaker, <laughs> when he's bringing that down, and yeah, if if you're gonna get somebody that's gonna annoy him, it can it can rattle right. him a little bit. But when he gets it down, though, he makes the best decision. Yeah, he, absolutely. He sets everything up. He's, there's no one better. Right. And so I I could see it, you know, and down the stretch in games, I could see LeBron bringing the ball up or, or LeBron being the playmaker. You got Danny Green out there. You got Kuzma out there. You mm-hmm. got AD, and you got Maybe Boogie or JaVale. I mean, probably not JaVale McGee, but maybe Boogie because he can shoot free throws mm-hmm. and he can still score and play defense and stuff like that. So I, that's what I see your closing lineup being. Yeah, that right sounds there. good. Yeah, I love it. I'm excited. Um, I know a lot of people were. I, I do think there's a little bit of shade on making us wait to the 11th hour, but it's Kawhi, so all so is that, forgiven. Yeah, that was my um, thing, It's though. shady. It's a shady move. It was. So with all the details coming out about how everything worked out, it was interesting because, I, you know, I immediately got the feeling like, oh, maybe he always planned and he was just playing with the, you know, Lakers like, hey, make sure they don't get anybody and then I'm going to go here. But with the details coming out, it did. Everything made sense. I mean, he asked the Lakers to push it, push um, the announcement the about AD. Yeah, the, the trade. Mm-hmm. That way they can, you know, if he does sign with the Lakers, they can sign him and then trade for everybody so they can make all the cap work. So he asked him like, hey, can you push it back to Sunday? Uh, and everything. Lakers are like, yeah, we'll, we'll try and postpone it, blah, blah, blah. It was, so he, he's basically this entire time after he met with all team, he was giving the Raptors and the Clippers a chance to acquire a star. He basically told them, Clippers, like, Clippers have always been his first option. Which is why it's shady to me, because you don't ask for favors from the team that you really ain't checking for, right? You, well, no. You the, keep the, them at bay. The idea was, listen, because nobody thought that the Clippers, that we didn't know who was out there. Nobody, uh, Paul George, I thought that they might try and go after Bradley Bill. Mm. Um, but nobody, I mean, Paul George came out of nowhere. Because uh, we that, didn't even that, know he was requesting Absolutely, trade. that so definitely. Was and he quiet. wasn't. He said he wasn't until Kawhi called him. 
Right. It was so literally the like, phone yeah, call I, from Kawhi. He had a chance to go home, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, the situation ain't really working out here too great, because we all know OKC was nothing without Paul George. They would, they were, I don't even think they were a playoff team last year without Paul George. Yeah, that's correct. Um, so, you know, with him asking the Lakers to push it back, it's basically like, hey, if if you guys can't get a star by Sunday, if both Raptors and or Clippers, I'm going to the Lakers. And the and mm. the reports of what Woj and everybody are saying is the Clippers feared that the Lakers were gonna build a dynasty. And so they gave up whatever whatever OKC wanted, they gave. Because they're like, we have to get him, or else the Lakers are gonna destroy And that's everybody. that's brilliant because this is the in my opinion, this is the closest the Clippers have been to actually uh, elevating yeah. their play and possibly going the distance. So well, they had to do what they had to do. I, they did have those people. good years with, with Chris Paul and they had good and years, but I don't Jordan. think any of us were like, oh, this might be the year. But we have to remember that they are the Clippers. And those years, they were supposed to be. I never that thought too. them. Th- look, but the there has never been a time world, in my lifetime where right, I, I said, thought the but, Clippers had a chance. <laughs> Not my lifetime. You know better. Right? <laughs> and I know better. But the, the sporting world is like, oh, you know, the Clippers are one of the best. And you remember those times. The yeah. Clippers are one of the best teams in the league. DeAndre Jordan, Blake Griffin, Chris Paul, uh, Jamal Crawford. Mm-hmm. Remember, they had all these players and they're like, yeah, and they were having the best record in the West and stuff like that. And still still never crossed my mind. Round. Still never crossed my <laughs> mind. So this is the first time that I have to go, you know what? This might actually happen. There's a lot. We can all take a deep breath, though, right now, though, because at yes. least we we can put this to bed. We know where Kawhi is going to yeah, go. We, we, right before we got started today, I told you I, am, I got a vacation plan now. Uh, I am going to be out of service for a little bit. You're I not even going to think about basketball? No, heck no. So... <laughs> I, I try and, and keep a um, a time limit on my screen time on my phone. It went through the roof over the last week and a half. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am literally, I, I've lost sleep, waking up, looking at, trying to do my own research. I'm going through all these different insiders, doing all these different things. I, I even went back to looking at tweets from people I don't know just to try and see if anybody has a... And ultimately, what you learn is listen to Woj. Yeah. That's it. So there were only two people who were on par, and it was Woj and Chris Carter, Mm. of all people. (laughs) And he was Chris Carter had it right. That's crazy. Chris Carter was every step of the way. All right, Chris. He was calling it. I mean, I... you know, I don't want to put That's in odd. names, but I lost a lot of respect for some other people out there, some other reporters out there, because they were just making up stuff. Are we talking about Stephen A? Well, Stephen A, he he was always opinionized. It was Chris Bouchard. Oh, yeah, he, nobody cares about He that. upset me a lot because every time it was, oh, my God, Clippers are out. He said it for the last five days. Clippers are zero out. I'm hearing. I got sources. Clippers are out. They're done. Yeah. I Yeah. <laughs> that was what the Clippers told you. Yeah. So since you're taking a break, what are you going to be doing? What are you going to What are you going to do? Oh, I'm going to put my phone down. I'm going to relax. I'm going to. I might get a. You know, do do some things. Get a facial. Relax. Get a massage. I don't know. No. I, how, I, how you feel about the I'm new? Go uh, the new. Uh, what's the girl? The with the get the mermaid. Oh, what? Oh. Oh. Ha- uh, uh, Hallie Beal. Yeah. Is that uh, her name? The, uh, Hallie. Hallie. Chloe, yeah. Chloe and Hallie, the the sisters. Yes. Yeah. I, I love it. I do too. I love it. I, I'm a big fan of them. Uh, yeah. of Chloe and Hallie and um so anything that they do I mean I 
I watch the show Grownish just because of them. Yeah. They're funny to me. Mainstream <laughs> is a little mad that Ariel's going to be black now, even though y'all do understand that she's a fictional character and y'all have the whole kings of Egypt with white people and knowing that is false. So I'm just going to oh. say, just calm down. It's a fictional movie. Get over <laughs> it. It is not that I do want to shout out whoever was on Twitter or Instagram or whatever who made He-Man black. <laughs> With the blonde hair. That was funny. Since we give you shout outs, I am giving, uh, I, I got to go ahead and give a shout out to two people. One, the U, uh, United States Women's National Team. Oh, yes. Soccer team, you are, are killing it. Sunday, go ahead and bring this World Cup home. Uh, and number two, Coco, was it Coco Girl? Yes, yes. girl. She, congratulations. She is doing her thing right now. Looking like a little descendant of the, the, uh, the, Serena, the, the Serena and the, Venus. Uh, Venus. Yeah, she, she took Venus out easily. I loved her. I loved her, um, her comment. She said she walked up to her, you know, because she just beat basically her idol. That's got to mm-hmm. be a weird And it feeling. wasn't close. It wasn't nah. even close. She like destroyed her idol. Yeah, <laughs> and she said that... Uh, that she was like, congratulations. And she said, I just, I'm so, this is an amazing moment for me. I'm only here because of you and thank you for this. I, I've always wanted to tell you that. Like, that is amazing. So I just want everyone to just, especially if you're young, aspire to that. That yes. one day you can, de- can dethrone your idol, but at the same time give them the praise and the accolade that they oh, deserve. Yeah. That's this, just a dope this, moment in time. She's, Coco is miles leap above her time. Like, she's yeah. not 15 years old mentally. I, I you know, you or, watch or physically. Her. If no. y'all go back and rewatch some of these matches, because yeah, I was like, who is she? <laughs> you know, and then in her interviews, she's like, she's 15 years old. But mm-hmm. then when she's on that court, it's, it snaps. And yeah. this one, I'm like, she can't be 15 years old. Yeah. When she, the way she plays and everything, the poise and composure, and when she gets high, oh, I was watching hype moments. She had me jumping off the couch. I was. Whoa, she did her little LeBron. Oh, I was like, what? Come on yes, now. Yes. I'm, I'm excited for her. Yes, I'm so excited to take a break from basketball a little bit, too. Just, because yeah, just, just for a second. We all need to wind down. It's a lot right now. Y'all done put my nerves through some for things. Last week and a half, I've been yes. drinking more than normal. <laughs> it's a lot. We need to just, so. I think everybody can now just, I think, and I don't think it should just be me. I think everybody should just take, take a, a few deep days breath. and yes. just. Because I know a lot of people haven't slept. A lot yep. of people were just always constantly glued to their phones. It's, yep. just, it's just a, a you know, so. So take hey. a deep breath. Yes. Relax. Um, we're going to actually take a break as well. We're going to revamp some things here on Press Pass, but we're going to come back right before football season. Oh, yeah. And uh, that is, this is going to be and... a fantastic football season. Um, so I, Because I'm back in the States. <laughs> <laughs> That's the main reason. So let oh. me ask you this, though. So. Are you going to be rooting for the Dallas Cowboys? I am this not. Year? Uh, so, okay. So, you guys <laughs> got a honeymoon phase from us because uh, we've agreed on pretty much everything during this basketball yeah. season. Yeah. This is where it's going to get really rough. This is where all the jabs are going to be thrown. This is where you'll see our normal dynamic come back into play. This is going to be fun. Yeah. Football is where we we clash. Yeah. <laughs> um you know, and I, I still got love. I'm, I'm glad the suspension did not happen for Zeke. I yes. think that that was, think it, 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 was, was it wasn't warranted no. if it did. And I was going to feel some type of way that it did. So you might hear sometimes where it sounds like I'm a Cowboy fan. But just because I was born a Cowboy fan. But I am very anti-Team MAGA and all things Team MAGA, including Jerry Jones. So, no, I am going for the Saints. Okay. <laughs> so we don't have to go into depth on this. But just a setup for next time. Next time. And... All viewers out there, maybe you can answer this too. Who do you, if you're the Cowboys, who do you pay first? Zeke or Dak? 
who do you, if you, because you're going to, I think that they're going to have to choose because they're going to pay Amari. So Dak so. can't throw. Uh, so you pay Zeke. <laughs> Disagree. He can, oh, okay. I think Let me rephrase. He can he can throw inside of fifteen yards. His his well, skills are questionable outside of fifteen yards. His ability to call an audible or haven't quite developed yet. That's not his fault. That's a coaching problem. Um, to the one point though, when he did get an actual receiver who could shake, who can get loose, he was I think he was number two or number three and yards travel with the ball so he was mm-hmm. throwing bombs uh when once he actually finally got a receiver i mean i love dez but he wasn't yeah but he wasn't but, getting loose but we we have to <laughs> oh no and dez is the worst route runner in the yeah, league dez i'm disappointed that he's not in the league because i do have a soft spot in my heart well, he's dez. still better than a lot of people yeah league, and but, yeah, yeah but he is hands down one of the worst route runners i've ever seen since i've been watching I football know. i don't know about like ever ev- that, since i've but been watching football i've been very disappointed that he came into the league not a good route runner he never, never even improved. got better at all never and it then, was like he didn't even try to work on it when it you're supposed weird. to be a star Wide receiver and your tight end hands down has the most receptions each and every year. You got to reflect. You, you know got to reflect because Jason Witten is an Excellent. amazing mm-hmm. route runner. So is Cole Beasley. <laughs> Cole Cole, Beasley yes. And see, here's the thing for all you youngins out there: it's not about just running your route. It's mm-hmm. about running your route, seeing your quarterback is in trouble, and just finding a way to get open. Jason Witten's not fast at all. At all. At all. But he's big. But he's always open. And he's always open, and he will find running. a way. Yes. And, and <laughs> if, if I implore you, just go back and watch footage, and you'll yeah. see Dak Footwork or Dez halfway. And, and and that's the thing. Even if he was running the route full intensity, I would probably make some allowances from him. But he's like half-assed running the route. Yeah, he does take a lot of plays off. And then he just kind of like, you know, okay, this is the where I'm supposed to go. The ball ain't here. Let me chill. Right. That That's a horrible that's wide not, receiver. Um, so, But to go back to the point, Zeke is the one you pay. I agree. Zeke Only because I think that Dak is good. And I, I, I don't – I think that you have to pay Zeke first because the offense works through Zeke, like yeah, he, the offense does not work without Zeke. When when they got it when ne- they got suspended, you saw what yeah. Happened. The the Dak, Cowboys offense historically has never worked without a dope without a dope back. running back. Yes, so, you, and it's just it's, it seems like no matter what kind of offensive coordinators they get, mm-hmm. you need that running back. Yeah, and Zeke makes everything go. Yeah, uh, um, Dak will get his money, and I and I think that Dak. It probably sounds it. like I don't like Dak. That's not entirely true. He's I think that better. they jumped the gun. On Tony, I think Tony should have stayed a little while longer, and I think that actually would have helped Dak. But you can't cry over spilt milk now, so I definitely think uh, he he consistently does improve, and that's the best you can hope for. So, yeah, he has improved every every mm-hmm. year, and if he continue, if if he does that going into his third season now, yeah, that's this is where you expect to see what mm-hmm. you're going to get. So I'm looking, I'm looking to see what we're going to get. With I'm him. looking forward to. To eating some words as far as Dak. I'm looking forward to seeing like two or three games when he's got 50 yard bombs down the the line that are accurate and zooming through the air. That's the other thing. Some of his long bombs, if you can make a play on the ball, you'll have time because it's not zipping through the air. The one problem, you know, I think the debate is why they're debating on who do you pay between the two. I think that they they know that Zeke is the one that makes everything go. But the problem Mm. is, is he's unreliable because he cannot. Because his behavior off the field. At least we know we're going to get, Dak ain't getting in trouble. Yeah, but again, historically. (laughs) Dak is available and he's healthy. But look, historically, (laughs) that's a cowboy thing. I mean, Michael Irvin probably 
stopped doing cocaine shortly after his football career. So it just, so it's, it's, it's just, really tough to put a lot of money into a running back that might get suspended. Because, you know, the next time he gets suspended, they're probably going to suspend him for a season. Oh, yeah. So what you do is you just have a life coach that follows him everywhere he goes. Mm-hmm. And put that's a, what he said. He's like, I'm going to have to retake all the resources that's mm-hmm. available to me. They got to do what they did with Diz yep. in the beginning. Yep. Like, somebody is Was always in his always. ear. Yep. <laughs> so you do what you got to do. But I think, I think Zeke... Oddly enough, I think he's learned his lesson. I don't know why I feel like that, but I feel like he has. I hope, but my problem is, is I don't feel that way because, and I, I'm a, you know me, I'm a massive. Even when you had doubts when he first came in, mm-hmm. I was like, give him a second because mm-hmm. I'm Ohio State all the way. Yeah. So I, I've been watching this dude since he got recruited. Right. So my thing is, is I just don't. He's, he keeps doing it, and you would have thought he would have learned his lesson after the first big one. Which what was the titty butt? With, no, with the the girl in the when the NFL suspended him for the six games and everything. With the one that followed him from college into the NFL, you would have thought like, oh, okay, right, so right, he right. played the first year and then he got suspended the second year, and it's like, oh, okay. And then there was the thing about yeah, the that and all the videos, and then oh, the club thing where Dak was actually there and Dak had to stop the whole little thing. Dak saved Zeke in that situation because Zeke would have got suspended there. Yeah, so then that's what I'm saying. Like you ha- you do have resources outside of yeah. what the NFL provides. You have the resources that the Cowboys provide, and you do have a Jason Witten on your team, which this, that's key. I'm hoping this is Jason going to be his locker right next to yeah, Witten. Yeah, you have Jason Witten. <laughs> Dak is a is a valuable resource as yes. well. Um Jason Garrett, although he's probably my least favorite coach in the entire league, he is a very grounded man. He he can help you. Um so he just has to utilize those resources. And I I don't know, I could be wrong, but I really think that there's that one moment in time where you're like damn i done done this over and over again let me and i think that this is it for him i hope yeah i hope i'm not convinced but i i mm-hmm. god i hope <laughs> all right well we're gonna see obviously football is where yeah, we are no. most comfortable because we literally went off on this tangent but <laughs> we're not don't, <laughs> don't forget to follow me on all things social media at jerry the fanatic follow i almost said timmy b follow Devonte at Devonte ferguson all things social media and he's about to get to work, take a mental break, come yeah. back fresh, clean, and ready to go for this football season. Um, we'll be back be as ready. well. So we'll probably do some other stuff in the meantime, so make sure you check out. we got some pop culture to talk about. Obviously, mm-hmm. the Lion King's coming out. I think we might have to do a review on that. But Oh, I'm with it. You yeah. know, I'm just not trying to talk about basketball right now. Uh, clearly, <laughs> he is adamant about that. I, so. Am so, <laughs> I am so burned out in basketball yeah. right now. So I cannot wait till football season. I'm so glad to be back in the States with you guys and talk about this. It's going to be a great year. Yeah. Make sure you subscribe to the channel if you're on youtube right now follow us on itunes give us five stars and we will see you next time right here on press pass